Welcome, welcome back. This is Bright Blackwood Tarot, where we shed light and grow. And I am so happy to have you joining me for the opening of the Minor Arcana. So last week in our last episode in our podcast discussion, we went over some of the basics of the Minor Arcana. You have your swords, which are used to self-protect. You have your wands, which are used to self-express. You have your cups, which are used to self-reflect, and then you have your coins, which are used to self-sustain. So I thought it would be fun to go over each of the minor arcana separately and to use a method that I have done over the years that makes learning the minor arcana much more fun and increases and enhances your intuitive ability in the process. Now, before we get started, I find it best to have a review of what your numerological positions will mean. So if you are uh, already involved in Tarot, this would just be a refresher for you. But if you're new to Tarot, I find that having a journal handy and just writing down some information would prove very valuable. So we're gonna go over the numbers basically before we go into the process, and this way you get a basic idea. So now if in the, the major arcana, you have each of the positions on each of the levels, if you've been following along, you know that there are three levels in the major tarot. Within each of those are 10 steps, okay? So each of those steps have an underlying meaning to each of the cards. Now, similar to that, in the minor arcana and the major arcana, you will find that within each of the elements, the numbers have an underlining, uh, an underlining meaning, right? Now, while each of the cards have their own distinct meaning, you'll find that there is something similar in the numerological positions and their underlying basic meanings. So, for example, one, this would be your ace. This is beginnings. The underlying meaning would be beginnings. Two, the process of consideration. Three, growth, right? Or to grow. Four is where the energy of that suit is being stabilized, right? Uh, and then you'll, prob you'll probably be thinking of the emperor, right? Four, emperor, where he takes a seat and then he begins to maintain, right? So that energy is being stabilized there. Five, this is a change in perspective. Six, relief. Seven, this is patience and self-awareness happening simultaneously. Seven, excuse me, seven is your patience and awareness. Eight is progress is being made. And again, it doesn't matter what suit you're in, that underlining meaning would be happening there. So eight is progress being made. Nine is your apex or that energy to the max. And then 10 is your completion. Now, of course, uh, your completion is both an ending and, and a cycle or a sense of a cycle renewing itself or about to begin again, right? So how this shows itself in the minor arcana is very interesting because, for example, five, 
Five is your change in perspective. Now, how a change in perspective is seen with how you self-protect in the swords look will look quite different than your change in perspective in the wands, which is how you self-express. So this would be the difference between conflict in your swords and competition in your wands. I hope that makes sense. It's still a change in perspective, but one is coming from a position of self-protect, so you have the conflict there. One is coming from a position of self-express, so you have your competition. Still, the underlying meaning is still taking effect. Now, this is why I say that knowing the, the basic meaning of your numbers in Tarot would prove to be beneficial. So I recommend also using the book that accompanied your deck because the author indeed has a story to tell and has a sense of the cards and is expressing that. And there are some variations. If you've seen the last episode, if you were with us in that discussion, there is indeed a uh, some added bonuses that come from the book. So what you're going to do if you're new to Tarot is you're going to take the basic meanings from the book and you're going to do something I like to call storyboarding. This is going to help you learn the meaning of the card and it's going to enhance your intuitive uh, abilities and skills as you go along. So we're going to be using cups this episode for storyboarding. And what, will we, what we will be doing is we're going to be asking ourselves as we move along in each of the positions from one through 10, you're going to be asking yourself, how does the traveler, right? Because the traveler from the major arcana moved through the steps of the major arcana on all three levels and is now moving into the minor arcana. That you're going to be asking, how would the traveler self-reflect through each of these positions and what is it that we ourselves, through our interpersonal and spiritual interaction, how can we self-reflect? What is it that is being reflected about ourselves in these interpersonal uh, interactions? Okay, so let's go through that and see if we can create the story. For this, use your deck, whatever deck you have, and you can try it for yourself, but for this particular episode, I am going to be using the vice versa deck, cards one through 10. So if you have your deck, you can certainly follow along if you're listening. And for those on YouTube, I will be posting a copy of the cards for show. So Ace of Cups, we'll begin there. The traveler is ready to receive something ace, something lovely and sees that the signs are good for an equal and honest relationship. He then gathers with three or more friends to celebrate. But before long, he's bored and he decides to sit down for a bit. There is a bit of disappointment because out of his five cups that he loves, He's realized that he's lost three, but two remain. And so he becomes resilient and he decides to keep going. So he gathers up six cups and he cleanses himself of any regret 
and he moves on optimistically. Now he has seven cups and he can't decide which is the best to choose. So he waits for a breakthrough or for some good advice. Finally, he decides he's gonna cut his losses. And so he leaves behind eight cups of the things that were no longer working and things that he knows it's for the best for him to leave behind. Now, once he's done this, the universe grants his wish and fills his cups, all nine cups. Then a rainbow of 10 cups appears and it's been a journey. But as love is love is love. And so there's healing and worthiness and trusting with your whole heart if you reach for it. And he does. So I hope that you were able to follow along in the traveler's journey of the cups. I hope that you were able to see how each of the 10 cups are being told throughout the story and get a sense of their meaning throughout each of their positions. You'll notice that the underlining meaning of the numbers are coming into play, but you'll also see how compatible that is with how the traveler is reflecting a part of his soul in, the, in this particular suit, in the cups, right? Now we know that it is a water suit, so it's very receptive. And so there's a lot of receiving. There's a lot of receiving something lovely. There's a lot of his cups being filled up. There's a lot of his, uh, there's a lot of sharing of the cups happening. There's a lot going on with what he has that is being filled up. Sometimes he has to empty out what he has in order to make way for something more wonderful, right? So you kind of see how the Eight of Cups really isn't all that bad. For those of you who are more familiar with the Tarot, most see the Eight of Cups as a breakup. But in this instance, you see that it was more about the deeper search within, that it's doing what is best and letting go of what no longer works so that you can make way for that which does. Now, for those who, who'd like to, I want you to try your hand at storyboarding. And I was uh, so thrilled to be able to share this with you. It's something I've been doing for years. And it was just a thought that came to me that others uh, that have mentioned it to me in the past about sharing this, it just came to me recently that why don't I do this uh, and, and share it on YouTube so that you can get an opportunity to see how I do it because normally I'm just sharing it with um, friends and others that I speak with. So uh, if you have any co questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com. And until our next episode, I want you to share your wonderful experiences or bright ideas. Take care.